Hello there, and welcome to the Dance of the Soul. <laughs> it's amazing that it's Monday already, and I'm grateful for anyone and everyone to be here. So welcome to this show. So in the Dance of the Soul, usually it's Regan and I, but Regan, who is a hypnotherapist through the Newton Institute, uh, has been a little bit detained today, again, uh, through his own body. And I'm not sure he wouldn't mind me saying that, but we're all kind of going through something with our bodies lately. And he's just part of it. And I know that I do sometimes with my own body, but yet, yeah, I do it a little differently than a lot of people do. So with that, I just want everybody to know that he is wanting to be here, but yet he said that he has something going on so he can't cough and talk and he's lost his voice a little bit. So we'll just give him a chance to have some healing energy. And I've already sent healing energy to him. So with that, that I am here. I am Natasha Venter, intuitive, medium, personal awareness coach. And that personal awareness coach part is that you know, I've got so many tools. I have a lot of knowings that come through me in a session. And I love to bring that for you, whoever's in front of me. So with that, blessings to you on this journey. I know that in my Wednesday show, Life Clarifications with Natasha, I've talked about grief. And, you know, you really, it's hard to not talk about that. You know, because everybody's going through it. So it keeps popping up. No matter what we're doing, it keeps popping up. And it keeps popping up. And that's why it keeps popping up. And Regan being here and doing his uh, work that he does and me doing the work that I'm doing, that we have a perspective for it. And that's the thing about life is, is that grief is something that everyone is going through. And I did myself. And I know that me doing the dance of the soul. So the dance of the soul is context is about how um, our soul, no matter where we're at, is always with us. So that's the soul in this physical body. It's the soul in its journey through coming into this physical body through, you know, being in the womb. And then going backwards and, and knowing. And it's also the soul that stands there and says, I'm ready to go into another physical life. I'm ready to go into another physical life. I'm excited to do it. And yet at the same time, <laughs> does it ever really turn out the way we really want it to? I would say the word no. I would really say the no word no. And as we're going through life and managing life, that grief hits us in so many different ways. You know, and people think, oh, it's about losing. Well, it is about losing. But how many of us forget that even losing our car keys and not being able to find them and our favorite uh, key ring emblem was on it, that's even a form of grief. And I know I've kind of talked about this on my uh, life clarifications with Natasha, but the doing it through the soul walk. And that's why I was meant to talk about it today because I've been touched by grief through working through my sessions. Uh, <laughs> I've lost most of my family, so I've already walked through my family's grief. Yes, I know that there's always friends. I know there's always... And I know that we have this doorway of a lot of souls going out right now. So what that means is that as we go through life, that there's these doorways. It's almost like a doorway, but it's an energetic timeline that, poof, souls are going to leave. And ouch, oh, ouch. And I'm going to say another ouch when it hits close. I know for me that I have a mutual friend that I'm seeing on Facebook that almost every other day she's saying RIP for the ones that she loves. Excuse me for a second. 
mother-in-law, uh, cousin, friend. You know, it's like how many things can she manage through in this knowing? And, you know, as we have Mother Mary here right behind my shoulders, you know, walking through this life of ours, it's just amazing what some people have to navigate through. And grief is one of them. Our stories create grief, even if it's something that we're not really happy with. Why did I have to go through that? Why am I going to go through that? Where should I go with that? Well, we just never know why we go through something until after we go through it. What I would love for is, is that if somebody, you know, who's watching, I would love a comment once in a while, just because of the fact that your perspective on grief is going to be different than mine. Because of the fact that grief is such an individual walk, such an individual, I'm going to call it dance, because it's the dance of the soul. And to me, dance. Dance to me is something that life has a metaphor. And many times we're coming up to something. And if we're dancing, if we're, if we're taking life as our partner in a dance, okay, so they had, life has its arms around me and I'm dancing. Do, 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 do. Well, sometimes I get dipped when I'm not ready, or sometimes I have to do the cha-cha, you know, doing it really fast, or sometimes I have to, you know, listen to the, the swing. And if I don't like that music, what rhythm am I going to do? Because I don't really know that rhythm. Sometimes it's R&B and it's more of a rhythm. Sometimes it's really slow and sorrowful. And we just want to put our head on shoulders la on life's la um, shoulder and just say, can I just have some peace and tranquility for a little while? You know, life is not always going to be easy. And Grief is something that, you know, as I was having a conversation with someone, that it's one of the most life-altering, most eye-opening, most unworded moments that we can have. Because you can't put words to half the grief we feel. We cannot put words to half of the emotions we feel with this dance that our soul is going through with life. No one knows what goes on in your personal journey of life with grief, and no one should tell you that. Why? Because of the fact that no matter where we're at and what we're doing, that we never know when grief is going to hit us. And that's the, the, the snotty thing. <laughs> that word wanted to come out. I might as well let it come out. That snotty thing that happens with grief. And, you know, we're, we're never knowing what story is going to pop up. And, you know, when we're going through grief, our mind has a hard time holding on to it. Our emotions go haywire. Our, uh, our, um, Bodies kind of go through the wham, bam, thank you, ma'am type of interaction. And then our soul goes, okay, I got it. I know why this is happening now. And this is that part of me that wants to wake up during this. And half of us says, why should I wake up anything when I'm hurting so bad? Because grief is that time when we wake up through things. Wisdom is the greatest keeper through grief if we allow it to walk with us. Wisdom is the greatest partner or the keeper of our knowings as we walk through grief, if we allow it. Because of the fact that when we're walking through grief and navigating through life, our stories change so much. You might as well, if you're talking about um, life like a book, you might as well close the book you had and create a new one. 
because you're not going to be the same person that you go through. And I know that, you know, there's been several people that I know that watched the show and lost siblings. I've had a session or two with uh, some people who lost siblings. That's an ouch. That's not in timely manner. And then if you lose a child, wow, that's unmentionable. Our stories count for something as we're going through grief and as we're managing life and as we're doing this walk. And, you know, we're all going through something and there's no knowing of how, why, and where when we're talking about grief. Don't ever worry about being perfect during that time either. You know, because when we're going through grief, that that timeline of who we are and where we're hitting doesn't always manage in the better way. And can we always be who we want to be at any minute in our day? No, we can't. Because many of us are reactive. Many of us you know, it, it, things come out of life filled. And did we ever think that when we get out of bed that our day is going to end like that? No. And that can even add grief into it. Because our stories just don't know what's going to happen. And we may have plans. Ooh, we may have plans. Oh, yes. I'm going to get up, take a long shower, um, paint my nails. I'm going to eat breakfast and then I'm going to do something else. And then you get a phone call and you didn't get in the shower. You didn't eat breakfast. Oh, and your nails, you look down and go, yee, as you're walking through your day. That can be even a form of grief. Why didn't I have my time this morning? Why couldn't I sleep in? Why couldn't, why, 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 why couldn't I? Why couldn't I? Like for me, my schedule is going to change and, and uh, at, at my day scenario. And I realized, oh, wait a minute. That's only two Wednesdays from now. I still got to work two more Wednesdays. And I felt a form of grief. Because my schedule wasn't the way I thought it was going to be. Oh, I get to sleep in. Take care of yourself when you're going through grief. doesn't mean like, um, I'm not saying chop down on a bunch of candy and, and go get drunk. Well, sometimes we need to do those things, yes. Some moments we need to do those things. Give ourselves time to do those things and then move forward. Because when we're doing something, we have to honor our emotions, our body, our, and our um, mind. Because the mind is doing, is, the, is this real world. The mind has to process through what's happening in our real world, right? Our emotions have to go through the physicalness of what we're managing in the real world, right? And our body, our body struggles sometimes to manage and stay up and keep up with what we're going through in life. I always kind of said that, you know, you, you see these semi-trucks, you know, they have a cab that has the motor and the wheels, and then you have the trailer that hooks up to the, to the back of the, of the trailer, right? And it drives along. So we have our mind and our, uh, and our uh, spirit, our soul, making decisions. Yeah, I want to do this. Yeah, I want to do that. Yeah, I want to do this. Yeah, I want to do that. And then back here in the trailer is our body and our emotions. Well, sometimes the emotions are in the, in the sleeper cab, <laughs> kind of hanging along for the ride. But yet, at the same time, you know, like, you know, the, the docking bays for a lot of companies, you know, our trailer, our body, 
stays there and our and our semi goes do 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 drives around oh we're gonna do this we're gonna do that oh i think we're gonna do this and then we go wait a minute where's my trailer where's my body what's happening with my body i don't remember what we are over here doing this and this and this but our body is like oh wait a minute we gotta go back and pick it up and the body goes right <laughs> and it's in shock because its refrigeration system and its heating system got worn down and and its um wheels got flat and well those are our organs and you know uh our uh um, the electrical system of it which is our blood veins and and nervous system you know the nerves in our bodies you know and and then the 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 core of it around, you know, kind of got a little bit diminished skin. And it's beautiful markings, our hair and our nails get kind of frayed and a little tarnished and not so well. And, and then when we click up, we go, oh, wait a minute, we didn't let our body process through what we were making decisions to do. Right? So when we're going through the grief process, when we're going through life-altering experiences, when we're going through those moments where we go, what the hell is happening in my life? Good and bad sometimes. That when we're going through those processes and managing those processes, that take care of you. Like last night, I was gone, you know, doing the radio. Um, early in the morning and I have to drive almost two hours to get there. And I was there. I had to leave the house before seven. I got home way after seven and my body just said, I need to stop. Even though I wanted to go to a, a scenario with my husband and I heard stop. So I had to take care of my body because my body was saying, stop. It was getting tired and achy. It wanted to get out of the shoes I was wearing all day. I just felt a little worn down. Didn't take my vitamins all day. Didn't have a chance. You know, even though I ate, I was taking care of it in some ways, but in other ways it was not. And, you know, going through those types of things, a lot of people don't sit and, and just say, I give. And going through the grief process, that's important. Now, like Regan not being here, you know, he might be going through a little bit of the grief process saying, oh, I wish I could be there with her. I wish I could have in this conversation. I wish, but he can't. He has to take care of him. I honor him for that. Thank you, Regan, for taking care of you. <laughs> so with that, trusting those moments that we go through, it makes it almost, it makes it so much easier. Because I know one thing, that I was taking care of my mom with Lou Gehrig's disease. I ate, I didn't eat very well. I ate chocolate graham crackers. Do you think I couldn't eat any chocolate graham crackers to this day? Nope. <laughs> my body said, done. That was 27 years ago. It took me almost a year and a half before I could eat chocolate even. We go through things and we go on autopilot. Plant, autopilot say that again autopilot we go on autopilot and those old patterns those old histories those old navigations can pop up and yet at the same time though it's it's troublesome it's troublesome when we fall down that rabbit hole as i was say as i heard lately as we go through that, that rabbit hole it's amazing how life happens and our mind wants to do it and our mind can't do it and because it's like if anybody has their brain while they're going through grief wow you're i'm amazed i'm amazed and sometimes it's not a good amazement because it's hard to keep walking forward especially after something happens you know there's a lot of people right now who are committing suicide and the families their legs are getting taken out from underneath them because they never thought this could happen 
yet those griefs they hit us against the wall they and knock us over can we walk straight after we're knocked over sometimes not no one knows what you're going through because every grief has a personal journey and it's a personal destination because everybody has a different relationship with whoever has died or that scenario has gone away so let's say someone who's going through grief and getting fired from a job that they didn't like is going to go through the grief process differently than somebody who really loved their job and wasn't ready to move on same person two different perspectives that's another word perspective Uh, to people who own the same animal, husband and wife maybe, or, you know, partners or, um, you know, wife, wife, husband, husband, child, parent. We all have a different relationship with that animal. So everybody's going to manage that grief a little differently. Like my child even says that um, I can't watch, you know, Ojo pass because it was too close. And yet still keeps the t-shirt that has a black lab on it <laughs> because it means so much to her. We all handle grief differently. Loving ourselves through it can be a blessing. You know, sometimes though, when you're in grief, you can have some of the best laughter moments. Can you believe that? During grief, you can have some of the best laughter moments. I know for me, I would purposely put on Carol Burnett. I grew up in that era where Carol Burnett, when I was a kid, young kid, Carol Burnett was on. Tim Conway and Harvey Corman could crack themselves. I don't care if you are, um, like my kids didn't grow up with, um, with Carol Burnett, but they would sit down and watch it with me because they thought it was hilarious. Just Google on Facebook, on Google, on, you know, just on YouTube, whatever. Carol Burnett show, and you'll get little snippets of it. The dentist, the dentist scene. How can you not laugh? Laughter helps heal. And when we do something opposite of where we're at, if we're angry, we do something gentle. If we're um, sad, we do something with some happiness. If we're in grief, which is sadness and heaviness, that that if we do something opposite, <laughs> Veronica, thank you, Veronica. I had a feeling you were watching. So Veronica, I love that show. Yeah, it, it's actually my go-to. I, I snip it on once in a while. And the universe actually brings it to me sometimes when I'm, you know, kind of just roll, scrolling through something. And all of a sudden I get a snippet of, of, um, of, uh, of one of those scenes. Oh, God, the one where, um, the one where he's, uh, uh, Tim Conway's in the military helmet and he's in front of the, gra um, the grass hut and Harvey Corman's on the outside or on the inside. And he's like, doo, doo, and he's cracking up laughing you know there's just just these moments where you can't help but laugh and i'm gonna tell you when you go into those moments those are those blessings because it actually lifts the whole energy of your body laughter smiles joy brings the energy of your body up and that is the trick to get through depression or grief or anything that is on the heavier side, I'm going to call it. Anything on the heavier side of life, when you have joy or laughter, can contradict it or balance it like the teeter-totter. It's, it's the balancer. When you're going through something, and I would even after a hard day at work, we have them. We have them. We have hard days at work. Or at life. I'm just going to, there again, remember me talking about 
dancing with life and and it being a partner of I don't want to dance this fast. I've danced this fast for for four days now. I'm I'm kind of done dancing to this fast music. Can we just slow down a little? Well, Google laughter. You know, it, it's one of those things that we go through life and manage life. We all can do this, yet at the same time, it's not always easy. Trusting the process can be a blessing to you. Like I said the other day, that the grief that I had when I first found out my parents passed is the same grief I have today, 20 some odd years later. The only difference is time. Time, which gives me language, um, na na um, being able to navigate it, uh, the ability to process through it, the wisdom to, to know that this too shall pass. <laughs> this moment, this energy, this, this emotion to shall to pass. You know, so, you know, we all are going through something. And when we go through something, it's not always easy. And as we're going through life, and COVID is still here. Oh, grief is not easy going through this COVID thing. And, and people are stirring the pot. They're stirring the pot. And, you know, we have to take things in perspective. Because of the fact that we may not like everything that's going on, but yet there are worse or evils than this thing that I don't like. So find that as a blessing. Find that as a blessing. Because of the fact that Sometimes that lesser evil is better than what the heck we can be going through. And I don't want to go through the heck. I want to go through the lesser evil. And if I can have it better than that, because I know this too shall pass at some point in time. I don't know when. It shall pass. Love is there when we can do it. So I want you to know. Oops. Oops, that wasn't good. Oh, I just melted. Ouch. I had something over a flame and I didn't see it. And oh, it melted. Uh, it was plastic. That's okay. I'll move this. And I'll move that. I'll move you. There we go. I'm grateful I saw that. Oh, thank you, Kathy, for being here. Uh, as will many of thousand more. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, yes. Many, 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 many. Many, many are moving on. Many are moving on. All these things are going to pass. Thousand more are going to pass. That's the thing is, is that I wake up in a mood and I know by the end of it, I won't be in the same one. I, if I start the day somehow, I know by the end of it, it's going to change. If I have an intention at the beginning of the day, the end might be a little different intention. So knowing that no matter what, this too shall pass is a way to navigate through the now. Navigate with what's going on. It's kind of like, you know, when we were, if some of us who were parents or some of us who remember us being kids, that when we were two years old, we had emotions. At 12 year old, we had emotions. At you know, let the da 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 time. We had emotions, and even now I have emotions. And I know this too shall pass. <laughs> There's ways to cope, and finding a perspective through this coping skill can be your blessing. And I know that that when I was going through my grief, I had some perspectives that not everybody agreed with. That's okay. Like I told them, it helped me survive it. And they went, oh, yeah, I can see that. So give yourself grace if you can for the moment and know that, that grief is not an agenda. 
There's no shoulda, coulda, wouldas or should haves or I should be in a place. I should know better how to manage this. I know so many spiritual people that think that they should do better through grief. Oh, no, 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 no. It's a physical, it's a physical, emotional, mental situation. It's a life altering experience. There's no shoulds in anybody. And I can tell you, losing an animal may not be different than losing a dad. Depends on perspective. And people put their shoulds on other people. And it's like, nothing makes me more angry than somebody saying, I should know better. And I just say, no, you shouldn't. Because you are going through something that nobody else is going through. And nobody knows what you're going through because it's your relationship with that person. Oh, that riles me up riles me up because everybody deserves to be in grief. Now, I'm going to tell you though, flip coin that, and I've said this before on my other show, that sitting in the chair, doing, not being able to get dressed, not being able to eat, not doing, that is not healthy. Find something, like I said, like the Carol Burnett show or, or something that makes you laugh. Force yourself to at least get dressed a little bit. And even if you need to eat just a granola bar or something that's a little bit healthy for you, find something you can do that is a little bit. And each day, build on a little bit. Build on a little bit. Okay, I got out of bed went to the bathroom and went back. Yes, I do that every day. Okay, so this morning, I'm going to go out of my bed, go to the kitchen, look out the window, go to the bathroom, and go back to bed. The next morning, I'm going to get out of bed, go to the bathroom, go into the front room, look around, Look, go into the kitchen, get some water, maybe grab some food, go out to the front room again, go back to the bedroom. Do something to build on it. People think that it should be this or that. No, 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 no. It's a stepping stone. And when you're very depressed or when you're very um, grief ridden or if you're very this or that, stepping stones can be your grace to work yourself out of something. Say yes when you usually say no. Say I will when I usually say I can't. Try something new and blessings with it. It's it's amazing how life happens and then we do it. And we don't give ourselves credit for where we're at. I know many of us are going through life-altering experiences because we're getting our our uh, truths shaken up. We're getting our moments where life is happening around us and, and we don't even recognize our own selves because we're being asked to move and shift. And that's a form of, of, of a death of ourselves so that we can move forward. And as we have that part of us that's shutting down, there's something that's rebuilding. What can you do to rebuild that? There again is inspiration to at least stand up, breathe, put the shoulders back, sit back down again. Okay. Getting tired of sitting here. Okay. So go stand at the kitchen sink for a little while. You don't have to do dishes. Just stand at the kitchen sink for a little while. Do something to help yourself move. Because I can tell you when you're going through something emotional, do something physical. That helps the process. Even if it's walking out to the mailbox and back. Even if it's just getting outside and sit for a little bit and coming back. Doing those things. Because everything is valuable when we're doing. When we're in the middle of grief or when we're in those moments. Life is an amazing place and people's expectations are like so heavy and thick right now and we don't know what is up or down or in or out and we can only be who we are at the moment. 
Trust the process. Trust the process. It's worth it to walk forward. I'm just telling you, it's worth it to walk forward. You know, I'm kind of feeling this that the cards want to speak right now. And I know that I usually don't pull cards on Monday, but since it's just me and everyone and you guys who are watching, so thank you for being here, by the way. Everyone who's watching. Uh, to do, to do, to do, I'm this, this deck here. Uh, this wonderful deck here. It's a newer deck to me. And it's them and I are starting to learn each other. So I'm going to shuffle because they want to say something. Okay, what is it that you would like to tell the wonderful people who are going to watch are watching this now and watching it in the future? What is it that you can say about our future and the wisdom that we can have through this dance of our life? And I'm so grateful for that statement, Kathy. Thank you. It's that um, statement, as will many thousand more. This too shall pass. You know how many times that we can say that from the minute we're born to the minute we go? How many moments truly pass? Oh, my gosh. They're endless. It's endless. Okay. Let's check a little bit more. Do, 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 do. Okay. This one. Oh, it's upside down. Cleaning house. So it's an upside down card. So 37, which is 10, which is one. So cleaning house. Hmm. Did you see how whoops, I'm gonna turn it right. Okay. Do you see how the the um the being there has his arms crossed and kind of like no, 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 no. Okay, so 37. I'm going to read today because this is a little bit more uh, engaged. So 34, 37. Cleaning house. So cleaning house. Um, it's time to clean the clutter to make way for better things. Reversed. Since it was upside down, it's reversed. Okay. Why do you hold on to things that remind you of the past? Grief. Is your home cluttered with objects that bring up unhappy memories? So when we're in grief, we hold on to things that, that like I can say that I'm looking over at my, um, my family's Bible that my mother had, my grandmother had. I'm using them well, though. Because the fact that right now my parents' picture is on the Bible. So it's kind of like all in one. Do you have a tendency to attract broken people who need to be fixed? Yeah, but that's my work. If, you, if you're involved in this type of emotional project, stop right now and clean house. Being neat. Being needed isn't going to get you what you really need. That said, even if you intentionally resist letting go of excess physical, emotional baggage, you'll feel amazingly afterwards. Let go and let the universe bring you something better. Make space. The universe doesn't like a vacuum and will respond to your house cleaning by filling your home with what will best serve you, okay? So as we go through life, changing things, change your environment, change your world. Now, that's again is, you know, just doing little bits at, at a time. And I know for me that, you know, my house is full. I mean, if you look, you know, around me, you know, my shelves are full. I try to use it as intentionally um, the universe. And as I go, I try to be careful. Like, I'm going to say that I have a lot of dishes that were my grandparents and my mom's. There was a time in my life that I didn't necessarily get rid of them, but I claimed them as mine. So I changed the energy of my objects, which helps me. Okay. Another card calling. 
So with that, we don't have to get rid of everything, but it's shifting it, shifting its intentions, shifting its intentions. So this word is, I'm struggling to read it. You'll have, uh, you'll have to excuse me. That's where my dyslexia kind of gets me. Some words don't make sense. So it's O-tells, I think. So O-E-T-A-I-L-S, O-tells. So this is the card here, O-tells. Lots of detail in this one. So I'm going to say the, show the name here, Hotels. There we go. And this was upright. Okay, so Hotels, 43, which is seven. The most powerful pattern are created within the thinnest details. Pay attention. This is a time to be aware of the fine print in all areas of life. Look at details and leave the broad strokes for another time when this when this card appears in a reading it is a sign to finesse a project make small but meaningful gestures add a personal touch to your um, correspondences be aware that what you need to know lies in the details if you're entering into an agreement of any kind, pay attention to them before, not after, when it is too late. Clarity and transparency is a key. You can gain great understanding by observing the minute, the minute body language, offhand remarks, and fleeting facial expressions that reveal a larger pattern. Well, like I was saying, you know, it is about the details. So sometimes it's not about if we are, um, it, it is about like when we're in grief or depression, getting up out of bed and going and doing another detail, the smallest detail, standing at a kitchen sink, looking out the window, if you have a window over your sink and seeing a bird can give you inspiration to last you through the day, even if you go back to bed. But it's noticing the details. So let's go for three cards, because that's a nice number, three. Mm, okay, I heard the top card. I've been hearing the top card, too. So that one. And I think uh, Gentle Gardener. I think I've pulled this card before. Gentle Gardener. So the sheep, oh, is the sheep? Oh, no, it's not the sheep. They are like little fairies doing their work. And then there's mother looking down, or guardian looking down. So gentle gardener, and that's a two card. I think I've got this card before. Be your own person. Be conscious co-creator. Be your own person. Be a conscious co-creator. Ooh, isn't that strong? Be a conscious co-creator. And it was upside down. Feeling like I should read both of them, though. Upright. A gentle gardener is visiting you to, at this moment in your life to remind you that your thoughts, feelings, and benefits create the reality of your experience. She is the embodiment of the energy within you that is sent out into a field of co-creation and ensures that you all, that, that all that you are is reflected in the world of form. Are you aware of your thoughts? What are their quality? Believe in the limitless possibility and you will see miracles unfold. The gentle gardener guarantees the integrity of everything you send out in the world. Stay positive and expect the wondrous return. Your garden is abundant and beautiful. So since this card was upside down, I'm going to read this, the reverse. Just thought that that 
first part needed to be read too, and I can see why. Do you harbor resentments? Who grief? Grief is full of resentments. Oh, I forgot about that one. Wow. Grief is full of resentments. Why couldn't I? Why didn't I stop that? Why didn't I? I should have stopped it. Why didn't I do something different? Why didn't I? I could have done something. I, I, why didn't I see it? Where? Regrets. Oh, please give kindness to yourself because if you could have, you would have, and you didn't, and you weren't there, and it just wasn't meant to be. Otherwise, it was to be. My love goes to you through those resentments and regrets and whatever the re's are that you're going through with your grief. Do you harbor resentments? How often do you reinforce negative negativity by affirming lack of limitation? Every time you send out a desire for something, but secretly harbor a belief that you're under, under unserving of it. Let me reread that. Every time you send out a desire for something, but secretly harbor a belief that you're undeserving of it, you plant weeds in the field of your dreams. When you gently garden appears in your reverse position, she reminds you to be aware of any negative thoughts or selfish motivations. She encourages you to step back and pay close attention to what thought seeds you send out into the world. Weeds choke the life out of your beautiful garden. No need to fret, however, because once you recognize this, you can always remove the bad seeds and replace them with healthy ones. Forgiveness is your most powerful restorative tool. Wow. Well, I hope those cards help you because of the fact that life is always going to be happening. Grief is always going to be working with us. And as we manage in life and as we go through life and we get the regrets, the re reminders, those re-patterns, uh, the re-processes, um, the, 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 the reads that emotions are struggling and just be kind. Just be kind. I know I said the word just, but be kind. Because we're going through something. And I know that that as we do that, blessings are always with you through that journey. Oh, I'm getting a tap. Doo, 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 doo. Angels want to say something here. They're trying to get in at the end here. And I'm seeing this card wanting to come out. Mm hmm. Sonia. Sonia. I bring a message from your deceased loved one. I am happy at peace and love you very much. Please don't worry about me. Oh, isn't that perfect? Isn't that perfect? I'm talking about grief. And this card pops out. This card pops out. There's another one. I guess it's a three-year tonight. A three. Yes, the timing is right. So for a new adventure, happy outcome follows your positive expectations. Oh, isn't that a like a double whammy on one of those other cards that we got? And then there is, oh, these two want to come. Okay. Uh, so Shanti, I'm the angel of peace. I'm the angel of peace. I bring you new tranquility and a smoother road ahead. When you go through grief, those first days, those first moments, those first months, they're the hardest. And then... If you get a little more underneath you just because of time, just because of time. So smoother roads ahead. 
I am leading you toward the answer to your prayers. Please listen to the following steps. I am communicating through your intuition and thoughts and dreams. Blessings to you on this journey of yours and know that no matter where you're at in your emotional path, if it's through grief, anger, sadness, um, ha complete happiness because you're having a great day and moments are happening and then you realize, wait a minute, I shouldn't be here because I'm grieving. Wherever you're at in your life, I want you to know you're loved. There's angels with you. There's guides that are with you. There's grace that are, will be with you. And the wisdom that you can have through this new knowing of yourself, be willing to create that new book, that new story of who you are, because love can be with you through this moment because you have love around you. Blessings to you. I'm Natasha Venter at angelicclarifications.com. And if you would like to hear from a loved one, if you would like help through these emotions, if you would like some support in who you are, if you would like to find out whys, the whys in life, I hope that you can reach out to someone and, and talk about it because usually conversation can bring the whys to forth. And I want you to know that no matter where you're at, life is happening. Veronica, your sister's stepping in and saying, I love you, my sis. You're doing a great job. Keep shining your light. It makes a difference. And Kathy, since I know you're here, you have a grandfather that is here saying, um, my dear, you weren't meant to have all these troubles, but troubles followed you. And no matter where you're at in your life, I want you to know that, as this one dear one has said to you, you are dearly loved. And I pray for you every day and help you as much as I can. We love you. So that's for you, Kathy. And my love is with you too. I love you. Blessings to you. And I will see you on Life Clarifications with Natasha on Wednesday. And, you know, I know I'll have something to talk about. I usually do. <laughs> Blessings to you. Have a great night. And remember to take care of you because you is all you got.